gas when i hear that intro you know um i love that intro it's so like mysterious welcome back for another episode of um will's way the quantum success podcast hope everybody's feeling good hope everybody's keeping blessed this is episode number two i just want to say a huge thank you actually because um literally the day after i released the first podcast i realized there's like 50 uploads um downloads uh, apologize um on the on the actual podcast itself all i can say is a massive thank you i was not expecting that response that quickly um and like i said with all this i am in flow right now and this is exactly what i'm trying to practice um at the moment is just by doing it and learning along the way so rather than procrastinating thinking about oh how am i going to get people to listen how am i going to put the podcast out there how am i going to do this how am i going to do that i'm not worrying i'm just sort of just putting the action in and letting everything fall into place right and this is how generally I live my life a lot of people used to say to me back in the day Will you're just so crazily unorganized but everything seems to somehow fall into place for you and I always tried to understand that and I didn't ever really sort of comprehend that I probably was massively unorganized which is probably one of my weaknesses but it did play to a lot of my strengths as well because a lot of the time I used to surrender to the outcome and I used to just know that everything was going to be okay. And that's what we call faith. Um, before I understood law of attraction, I didn't understand that this faith was actually creating really positive outcomes in my life. And I didn't really understand what law of attraction was. So today, what we're going to talk about is law of attraction. And what I want to do is try to explain it in a way that is so beginner guide you know what I mean just just purely introduction to my concept and my perception on law of attraction the thing is I think it's a bit of a minefield with any subject out there that you actually look into I mean I think especially something like this that is quite spiritual um law of attraction can sometimes be a little bit I don't know um people can can maybe get a little bit of misinformation with it as well. Um, there's a lot of things out there that are sort of baiting you in to say, oh, if you think about this, you can get a car. You could get money the next day. It doesn't really work like that. Um, it really does work on your internal subconscious beliefs and the paradigms that you live in. So when I say a paradigm, I mean the, the belief systems that have been sort of experienced by you over time and then they sit in the subconscious brain as a actual belief to what life is. I'll give you a little brief explanation of what I believe law of attraction to be. Um, I believe it's a universal law. So when I say universal law, I mean it's a law of nature. Um, as you've got gravity, as you've got all these different universal laws that, that are in our universe, it's a law that is so present and always working. And then the, the thing is, I think it's having awareness whether it's working or not. Because you can be asleep to this concept completely and then not understand why you're attracting certain circumstances and certain people into your life. And that can be a very deadly place to be because being unaware means you're unconscious to the actual fact that you are attracting potentially negative and toxic people inside of your life by the way you're feeling, the way you're thinking. And this is a real sort of paradoxical, it can turn into a really vicious cycle if you're 
in the negative circle of law of attraction where you keep keep attracting negative circumstances and negative people and you know for example debt debt is a big one for law of attraction and wealth i mean wealth understanding wealth is a real eye-opener really there's a few books i read on actually money itself in terms of just believing you've got it and generally that has more of an effect massive more of effect than actually going out and trying to get it you know because if you don't believe that you're worthy of it in the first place you're going to keep attracting circumstances where it's going to be taken away from you which is another crazy concept when you really think about it a lot of people think oh this is all mumbo jumbo and I get that because do you know what I was in a position in my life where if someone had told me this 10 years ago I'd have, I'd have laughed at them and this is the thing about being aware and everyone's got their own evolution and everyone's at their own different place in terms of understanding this concept or not but, but I truly believe even if you don't really want to buy into the concept um, I think you need to honestly know and believe that having positive thoughts is definitely going to have more of a positive impact on your life than having negative thoughts and I think it's all to do with our experiences as well I mean I feel like some people have had harder upbringings you know growing up than others so you know we can sometimes be living in the past a lot about our previous experiences and our paradigms never really shift because we're still emotionally charged from early experiences when we were child and childhood um, you know relationships with, with parents if they were negative as well they can have a massive effect later on in life so it's almost having that forgiveness as well for for having you know these emotions and I think really when you think of law of attraction it's um it's the way the world works so the world has to unravel it has to it has to produce and be creative in a certain way and it's not just random like if you look at nature um, everyone seems to think there's just this random pull of events where we don't know what the hell's going on and we don't really know what we're going to do or, or how these circumstances come to pass. But when you really start to break it down and start to understand that our thoughts and our emotions and our feelings and what we place our attention on then starts actually to start to manifest. Until you try the process and start to understand it, you won't understand that these things are actually being created by ourselves. And this is where it comes from the paradigm shift of understanding that we are creative human beings rather than the fact that we are just people out of like here with no control and we're just here to live a meagre existence. And that's that's a big problem for a large percentage of the people because a lot of the time we get ourselves into these jobs where we get comfortable and we believe our creation is really more to do with what we can acquire materially, which is not really creation like these things that we buy, uh, you know, materially, clothes, anything that is an object in this life, you know, is not really a metric for happiness. Just because you've got a big house and you've got three or four cars doesn't mean you're necessarily happy inside. Obviously, these things are good and they and they obviously help our existence of living and it helps us, but it doesn't really fulfill that fulfillment of happiness. I, I believe that happiness comes with purpose. And, you know, I think when we're on the right path to what we're doing, we feel this intense joy of what we're doing. Like even me doing these podcasts now, I feel like just really blessed to be doing it and be able to pass this information on to have some sort of platform, even though it's just started. I still believe there's a lot of value in this podcast as well, you know. But I mean, from from the beginning, you've got to see it as what you think and how you feel attracts more of it. So if I feel grateful, then I'm grateful like I feel gratitude every day for the things I want I'm going to attract to me more things to feel grateful 
four. Um, it's the same if you feel really frustrated and you feel really negative about a certain situation. You've got um, a certain hate for someone or jealousy or envy. These negative emotions are low vibrational emotions and they will attract more of their kind as well. So it's very vicious. So say, for example, um, you're not doing so well in your life um, and you see a friend and they start progressing. They start doing really well. They start getting, you know, they're following their divine path and they're, they're really sort of getting a lot of money, getting a lot of wealth. They're very positive. You may see that in two ways. You may be envious of that to think, oh, I haven't got what they've got. So I, I am now envious of, of that person. I'm going to project these negative energies out to the world. The world will pick up on them signals because our, our bodies are complete energy centers. Our chakras, um, the seven chakras of the human body, emit frequencies out to the world and the world responds to them and then basically reflects them as a mirror back to us in terms of our experiences so it's like can you imagine we are receivers and we are big energy centers and we're whatever we feel we're giving off that energy to the world and then eventually it comes back around again it's the saying what goes around comes around is a very real thing and um karma as well is a very real thing because if you're if you're projecting bad energies out there it's going to come back to you. If you're projecting good energies, it's going to come back to you. And that's what karma is. That's that's really what the law of karma sort of states in the spiritual laws of practice as well. So, you know, in a nutshell, it really is our thoughts and feelings, how we feel um, generally sparks from what we think. Uh, generally, what we think sparks from a paradigm or a belief system that we hold within us. And that all has a massive play on exactly how we attract what we actually hear in this physical plane. So when we talk in quantum, we're talking more, we're talking more complicated um, elements of 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 life and different realities. But I won't get into that right now. I really just want to just like explain it on a level where we can all understand it. And we need to start really thinking as human beings: what, how are we feeling on a daily basis, um, and why are we feeling that way? So if you're feeling frustrated and if you feel like, you know, you're not going anywhere in life, generally it can be a sign that you're not really on the right path of where you need to be. But a lot of people will continue in this state of frustration, trying to mask it with external things. And they can be different. They can be things like, you know, drugs, overeating, smoking, um, things that basically take away the temporary pain um, to make us unaware of where we are. And I feel like the world you know you can fall into that horrible trap of of being unhappy and then trying to mask it all the time with buying things and materialistic things every single month from your wages that you buy and it will make you temporarily happy for that moment of time but generally it'll be very fleeting and that feeling will go away again and you're back into that place of frustration but because you have that deep subconscious frustration you're going to attract more of that to you as well so it doesn't matter what you buy it doesn't matter what you do it doesn't matter how you try to cover up this type of feeling, um, you're not really getting to the root cause of it. So law of attraction is very much how we feel in terms of what we feel. So whatever we feel on a daily basis is what we're going to attract more of. And there's a lot of techniques to be able to try to understand it. I mean, I think people have read books like The Secret and stuff, which is a great introduction, don't get me wrong. But the reason why you can't just read The Secret and the next day you're going to be attracting beautiful stuff into your life is the fact that our belief systems are paradigms that are made up of years and years and years of experiences, years and years and years of different brain control methods as well in terms of getting us to feel inadequate. 
because this whole world is an advertising world and they want to push products onto us to make us feel like we need the products. So, so in order to do that, they need to, they need to make us feel inadequate in the first place. Because obviously when they sell the product to you, you believe in your own little belief system that it's going to make you better. When the reality is nothing external can actually do that. Only internally you can make yourself feel fulfilled. And that's having the self-love for yourself in the first place. And I honestly say like people that have had tough upbringings and people that have had like really hard, hard growth periods of like growing up and feeling unloved by parents um, can be highly affected by this because subconsciously, emotionally, especially when you're younger and you're growing up for your teenage years, they're real memories that stick in your subconscious brain so so vividly as well and they'll stick there because the emotion involved in that event is so emotionally charged your body remembers the horrible emotions of it um and whenever you then it gets triggered later on in life um that belief can come back again and you can feel that like inadequacy again you know and, and that's the thing the more you feel that way the more you feel like you're not good enough the more that you're going to attract not good enough circumstances in your life. And this is the problem with it. You can't just read a book. You can't just read the secret um, and then start thinking positive things um, and expect it for the next couple of days to go away. And this is another misconception of what it is. You really need to program that inner part of yourself and that awareness to be able to understand how you change them feelings because you can't just do it within a day. And this is another thing about the law of attraction, what people, a lot of people think they're practicing. They think, oh, well, I've read the secret now. I'm a I'm a master a master manifestation guy. <laughs> you know, it just can't be done. It's something that's got to be practiced for a long period of time. If you've not, if you've never done any of this work, um, it is work, and it is something that you have to practice every single day. It's a subject in itself, and it's one that we should all practice because it's the way the world works and the way the world revolves. You know what I mean? So until we start to understand really how we're feeling on a daily basis and understanding the subconscious beliefs as well, which is very difficult to do because they're sometimes most probably hidden. Um, I used to have different subconscious misbelief paradigms that I wasn't good enough. You know what I mean? Um, and, you know, that probably came from early childhood, you know, life where I didn't feel loved enough. You know what I mean? Where I had circumstances where I didn't get that love that I needed. And that obviously affected me in a, in a secret way. And um, yeah, you know, do you know what? I'm, I'm going to really open up on these podcasts because I think it's really important to understand what it is. Because I can't explain law of attraction of this gimmicky video that you'll see on YouTube. And you'll just see, oh, this is how you manifest all this into your life in, in the week. You can change it all. And it's just loads, it's just BS because you can't, it's just not something you can adopt within a week and expect to have these changes in your life when your your real beliefs, your subconscious ones, take months and months of trying to have that self-awareness of what how you feel deep down on the inner level and how you start to change them paradigms as well. Because you can't just change how you feel instantly, subconsciously, uh, in a day. Because it doesn't happen that way. The whole, the whole subconscious brain writing happens as a habitual, repetitive motion. So if you've been thinking these negative thoughts for years... You're not going to be able to turn on positive thoughts and change them in a day. And, you know, I do, don't get me wrong, I'm not dissing The Secret at all. I think it's a great introduction book. But what I think it does do, it just crams too much of this information and different quotes from different people too quickly. And, um, you know, a lot of people 
will read it and they'll think, oh, brilliant, I need to try these things. I'll try it for a week or so. And, you know, they won't get results they want quickly because they don't understand it's more of a lifelong process of, of you know, it's more of a, you know, a real self-awareness test to where they are feeling to be able to, to move forward with it. So my advice for, for trying to implement the law of attraction into your life is start to really impress that subconscious part of your brain. Because every single morning, every single evening when we sleep, there's a state called theta brainwave state. And it's just before we go to sleep. But that's when the subconscious is most impressionable. So at first, what I would try to do in terms of trying to, you know, obviously change these beliefs is when you go to sleep at night, use a guided meditation, a positive one. And I am affirmations are great for that. If you type in I am affirmations, basically I am affirmation is is just loads of set affirmation words that basically change your belief concept. So I am successful. I am wealthy. I am. It's all these positive suggestions that you put into your brain and certain times where your subconscious is, is really impressionable. That will start to have a bit of an effect on what you do, but you have to do it repetitively and you have to do it every day. Like I say, don't rush with this. This is a process that happens over a long period of time. You can't just expect to be manifesting brilliant things in two weeks, but I can tell you if you stay on the right path and you do small little actions every single day to try to stay in more of a positive and a better feeling um, mode, it will start to start to progress. But it's not something that is linear. So when I say linear, I mean... It's not something that's going to progress over time in a straight line going from sort of naught to, to 100. You know what I mean? It's going to be very slow at start. At the start, it's going to be more like a, a like inclined slope. So it's going to be very sm- like slow at the start. You're not going to make much progress over a few months. But then after that, when you when your subconscious starts to take these beliefs on that you're feeling better and you're more grateful for, for, for stuff in your life, you'll then start to see a bit of a shift because when the subconscious takes that and it starts to become automatic and you start to automatically feel a little bit more happy because your subconscious beliefs are starting to you know, apply more feelings of gratitude, apply more feelings of happiness rather than fear and negativity and frustration, it will start to tenfold then and it will start to compound then. You know what I mean? So don't feel like really negative if you're not getting much results to begin with because it takes a while to really impress that subconscious part of the brain and like thinking positively on the daily is very difficult because our automatic body systems are taking control of them thoughts we're only really conscious five percent of the whole day so 95 percent of our actual actions are automatic subconscious ones and it's just the way the brain works a lot of people think well no i'm i'm aware all the time but what we don't understand is that we're not. We're actually operating from systems that are automatic. So, you know, if if our subconscious beliefs are negative, we're going to start to be more negative and we're going to start to attract negativity into our lives. This is why a very large percentage of the population um, are not living their lives the way they want to be because the negative subconscious beliefs and programming has been so ingrained, it's very difficult for them to get out of it. But I've got good news, people. We can change. We can change our subconscious. Um, anyone can do it, but it can't be done overnight. It needs to be something that we need to practice every single day. So I'm not going to start giving you loads of jargon about, oh, you know, attract this and attract that. I mean, I think what we can also understand and believe as well, that meditation is is really more of a subconscious belief paradigm shifter. 
And that's what that's why meditation is so important. A lot of people think, oh, meditation to be Zen and all this, and a lot of people like have this spiritual connotation, have a negativity towards it. It's because, you know, do you know what has actually happened over the years? They've used propaganda against it because they don't want people really to be taking control of their destiny. Because the more aware you are and the more conscious you are, the less products you're going to buy. Because you don't need these products. You don't need to feel better, you know, because you feel internally great anyway. They need us to feel in, inadequate to push this agenda onto us in terms of making us feel worthy, you know, on the egotistical point of view. But when you, when you understand and realise that the ego is just a self-fulfilling thing and it's not a soul-fulfilling thing, you, it's never like the ego needs to always, always be fed to be alive. So it's never ending. Like if you go buy a nice new top, you'll be buying another nice new top three weeks down the line because that one's old. If you buy a nice car, um, there's a new model that comes out that you'll want. And this is like the, the crazy thing because I've had these things as well. I've, I've got a Range Rover, for God's sake. So I've been a victim of this egotistical thing subconsciously without even knowing you know um i'm entitled to, to these things you know in terms of what i've manifested of course i've manifested these things into my life but have i done it for the right reasons and that's obviously something that's my journey you know <laughs> that's my journey i need to sort of figure out and understand did i do this for the right reason or did i not you know what i mean did this fulfill me in the way it sh what i thought it was going to or did it not and i f honestly feel like you need to get these things to understand that they don't really give you the feelings of what you think they will when they do come. Um, and that's what makes you look more inwards for happiness because we're all just on this earth here just to find that happiness, you know. And law of attraction shouldn't be something used just to gain money. It shouldn't be used just to gain materialistic things, which, you know, I think the book The Secret is great. I'm not, I'm not dissing the book again. It does give a good insight. It's actually sort of led people into the right direction but how many people has it led onto the wrong direction of just using this technique to get materialistic things that doesn't really put them on their purpose to be here which is to help which is to help people and that's we're all here to do that we're all here as a collective um oneness really i believe to, to help each other and and you know all we're all here to be to to have that spiritual journey one way or another and there's a lot of people that are not even aware of the spiritual journey in terms of um you know trying to get to that place where they can actually help someone else you know and I'm on that journey as well and um obviously you know wealth is brilliant don't get me wrong these things are nice to have but don't let it define the end all and that's the thing as well like when when using law of attraction use it to find your purpose because what you want to do is be able to have this purpose where you feel like every single day is just just you wake up in the morning you want to live man you want to just be here because you just love what you're doing and that comes in the process of doing what you love, not what you get from what you love. Obviously, generally, if you're doing what you love and you're doing it well and you're on the right path, you will attract all these things around it. But as well, be careful and not get too attached because they will come. When you're on the right path and you're on the right path of abundancy, money will flow in ridiculously. It will, and it will come in, in big amounts. And it's another test as well spiritually not to get lost in buying loads of stuff and flaunting it and trying to flex the ego to say, oh, I've got this and you haven't. Because that emotion right there is a negative one. It's not a good one. It's not, that's not genuine love. Genuine love is not really care, is, is being equal and in terms of saying, look, 
we are all equal. I'm here to help you and I want to teach you. I want to teach you to get these things, but I want to also teach you not just to become wealthy, but become wealthy spiritually and understand really what have you got to do here? What's your purpose and what's, what is it that you've got to do? So guys, I'm going to leave it there. Um, I think I've spoken a bit too much, (laughs) but I get passionate about these type of things as well. And what I do get passionate about as well is, is trying to, break down the misconception of what it is because a lot of people think oh they they look at one video and they can just be attracting things this is a lifestyle and if you really wanted to if you really want to use this to your advantage you need to start practicing it every single day and everybody is going to be at different stages with it as well you know you've got some people that have had a really horrible cycle of negativity and it's going to take a while for them to get out of that but everybody can and this you know what like it's everyone's like duty in their evolution to get out of that as well and at some point they'll be presented with opportunities to to get out and some people have to hit rock bottom to understand the whole concept um and some people will get it a lot sooner but um yeah law of attraction is a universal law that abides this whole universe and we can obviously use our thoughts and emotions and the more we think about something the more we attract into our life the more we feel as well which is even more important it's the emotions of feeling uh, which come from the thinking that, you know, so if we can if we can be in the state of love all of the time, we're going to attract more love. If we can, if we feel in a state of fear, we attract more things to be fearful about. And it's a very real thing, people. But um, yeah, I hope everybody's enjoyed this episode. Uh, I've gone quite deep into this, I feel. I don't really want to get too deep. I just want to talk about it from my perspective. But I hope everybody can, you know, start using these techniques a little bit just to start, you know, being a bit more conscious and a bit a bit more aware about how they're feeling as well. And what I'll do, we'll do another podcast on auto-suggestion, um, which is a real way to subconsciously impress that subconscious part of your brain where your paradigms shift really quickly. But we can do that in a, in a method that I've learned in a, in a particular book that I've used in my life that's helped me massively. And we will talk about that on another episode. But I think initially you just need to understand what law of attraction is on that level, to then take the next step. This is a very, you know, you can't jump into the deep end with this stuff because you will drown, you know what I mean, in this information. It's, it's very step-by-step, step, um, you know, if you've not really used it or you've not been in this in this type of um, way of thinking or awareness. So, people, I hope everyone stays blessed. I hope everybody tries to keep more positive. Um, and, yeah, this has been episode two of World's Way. Stay blessed, people. Searching in the quantum, 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 quantum.